You're listening to episode five of the Foreign Culture Podcast, where we discuss relationship, religion, and everything else in between. I'm your host, David Fekia, and tonight's topic is knowing your spouse's medical history. Remember the getting to know you phase? Remember how how innocent it was? How you know, untouched it was in a sense, right? It's like you're asking all these surface level questions, you're getting to know the person, you're asking them stuff like, oh, what's your favorite color? You know, what's your favorite food? You know, and they're like, subjumu. You're like, subjumu, oh my gosh, me too, right? Just lying. <laughs> you know, you don't drink subjumu. Um, <laughs> but you're asking all these questions because you're, again, you're trying to, trying to gauge the person right trying to see how they align with with you and then as time goes on you ask deeper questions right like okay well how many siblings do you have right are your parents together right what are your short-term goals what are your long-term goals right because you want to you want to see if this person has a vision you know you don't want to marry anyone that's nearsighted right and then time goes on. Let's say you're probably like a year in. Then you start asking them questions like, well, what's your credit score? I don't mean to pry, but, you know, what's your credit score? <laughs> you know, how much money do you have saved up? You know, like, how's your relationship with God? Right. Because, again, you want to make sure that you're equally yoked to this person, be it financially, spiritually. You know, you want to, you know, ambitiously, you want to make sure that this person is the one for you because forever is forever right so then you checking off boxes and everything's great oh my gosh this is the one i do for better or for worse in sickness and in health right so then honeymoon phase everything is ah everything is bliss right going on vacations you know everyone's throwing energy around Everything is just amazing. But then what happens when you try to have a kid? Right? You try to have a kid and the next thing you know, the doctor says that your husband's infertile. Says that he has a low sperm count. Or, you know, what happens when your wife has a mental breakdown? Then you go to the doctor and you realize that she's bipolar. And these are serious questions because these things actually happen. I mean, they may not happen to you. You probably see it on TV and think it's just in the script. But like these things actually happen and it causes chaos, confusion, right? Because then people start asking questions like, well, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me that this was going on? And they might say, well, I never knew. Or, you know, why didn't you tell me this was going on? And they're like, I didn't think it was that important. Or why didn't you tell me? Well, it's my business. Well, why didn't you tell me? I never knew. Right? These are all conversations that happen more often than not. Which is why I stress going to the doctor. Right? Because though the topic is the importance of knowing your spouse's medical history, 
You know, it's really important that you know your own as well. Because the whole point of going to the doctor, the whole point of, you know, knowing your medical history, you know, having it documented is so that you can prevent, right? You can prevent any sicknesses. You can prevent any issues. And also, if it's, if it's you know, unpreventable, at least now you're in a situation to where you can properly treat it, right? Because that's the whole point. It's getting a step ahead. That's the whole point. But what happens when we don't go to the doctors, you know? And I know there are a lot of reasons why we can't go. Sometimes it's because insurance. Sometimes we won't go because we don't trust doctors. Sometimes, you know, it's the hospital isn't a good place for us, right? We've had recent trauma. Last time we went to the hospital, we were there for weeks or months. Last time we were at the hospital, you know, we lost a loved one. I get it. But what ends up happening is people start resenting their spouses based off of things that was unbeknownst to them and even their spouse. And the two biggest things that usually come up is infertility and hereditary illnesses. (laughs) The two biggest things, right? And when we talk about fertility, I mean, you already know who comes up, women. Oh, yeah, she can't have kids, right? Oh, she's infertile, she's barren, she's old, she's nearing menopause, she waited too long. Oh, the blame, the blame, the blame, the scrutiny, the bashing. It's tough. It's really tough to be a woman. It's tough because babies are all about you, right? The whole nine months, it's all about you. But I recently read an article, and this is going to blow your mind um, because it blew mine too. (laughs) I read an article that said nearly 20% of couples have infertility issues, right? So one in five couples have trouble having kids. Cool. And then a third of that 20%, the man is to blame. And then, so now you got you got people thinking like, okay, so 66% of the chance or 66% of the time, it's the woman's fault. Nope. of the time it's the woman's fault. The other 33% is unknown complication, which means that in the one in five couples, it's a 50-50 chance. So it could be the guy that's infertile, and it could also be the woman that's infertile. So, (laughs) ladies, it's not you, or rather, it's not just you, which is why I urge brothers, get tested. Stop blaming your wives. Stop pointing the finger. Like, go check a urologist. And up until this podcast, none of you probably knew what a urologist was. <laughs> they specialize They specialize in the penis, right? Um, go check a urologist. Go check your sperm count. You know, there's, there's two things that usually cause infertility in men. Number one, it's their lifestyle. For those of you that love to drink, right? For those of you that love to smoke, those two things can cause uh, like a really big decline in your sperm count. You know, the, the efficacy of your sperm will drastically drop. It won't be as effective. It really won't. You know, sometimes it's even the medication that you take, right? 
and which is why it's really important to talk to your doctor because sometimes they won't tell you only a urologist will let you know because the doctor doesn't know if you're trying to have kids or not until you're trying to have kids and then the second thing is either you're born with it or over time you develop issues right again you have a low sperm count or your sperm might not be fully grown <laughs> if it's not fully developed it can't really help you it can't really you know reproduce the egg or not reproduce the egg but it can't fertilize the egg sometimes your sperm might have directional issues meaning that it can't find the egg it can't reach the egg and in some rare cases you may not even have any sperm just shooting blanks but you wouldn't know this unless you went to the doctor and then for women you know there's a lot there's a lot that goes on for women right you've got the uterus you might have fibroids right you might have um, pelvic inflammation in your fallopian tubes fallopian sorry <laughs> you know you might have issues with ovulation caused by stress hormonal imbalance right or you might be smoking and drinking too right substance abuse it doesn't help you and here's something interesting that i learned too so the amount of eggs that any woman has is the only amount that they'll ever have right you don't you don't get your eggs replenished you know like sperm sperm gets replenished right millions and millions of sperm gets replenished but with women the amount of eggs that they're born with are the only eggs that they'll ever have and then sometimes you know sometimes their eggs can contaminate all the eggs that they have or contaminate a large number of the eggs that they have which makes it extremely difficult to have kids cuz you need an egg right you need an egg but there are solutions right ivf pretty pricey but you know in vitro fertilization is a way that you can go um you know that way they can they can uh fertilize the egg for you make it a little bit easier on you you know Sometimes it could be ovulation induction, you know, where they help regulate your your ovulation periods. And last but not least, just have to time your intercourse. Right? I know you've seen the movies or the shows where they're like, "Hey, we got to have sex right now. We're on a schedule. This is the best time. This is peak baby time." <laughs> right? And that's fertility. The next thing again is, right, hereditary illness. You know, that's that's the sickness that that gets passed down through your family, you know, by your mom, by your dad. And I think it's really important to ask those questions more than fertility because fertility, you know, that's that's something that can always get fixed. But hereditary illnesses are things that are out of your control. Right? There really isn't a fix for it. It's more an awareness of it. Right? Cuz there are certain things that we can get from our parents like mental disorders. Right? Sometimes you might be bipolar. And that's not easy. It's not easy, right? You probably have never seen your wife in that light. You've never seen your husband in that light. Right? Or you probably didn't know that, you know, they suffer from asthma and now your kids going to have asthma. Or, you know, they have high blood pressure and now your kids going to have high blood pressure. or that you know their parents had alzheimers or dementia 
which means your husband or wife is subject to having the same thing. Can you deal with that? And again, I'm only saying this, I'm not, it's not to say like, okay, find this out to see whether or not you can marry the person or not. No, absolutely not. You know, I, I don't think, I don't think that these are reasons why you shouldn't marry someone. But these are reasons to, or this is a reason to ask so that you're at least aware of it. You're prepared for it. Because one thing I learned is that people, you know, they, they, they don't mind bad news, right? But they hate surprises. They don't mind it. Like, you tell me something bad, okay, cool. I, oh, man, that's tough. Okay. And I'll find a way to deal with it. But when something catches you off guard, especially if you could have found out about it earlier, at least you would have had a way to adjust some way, somehow, prepare some way, somehow. But when something catches you off guard, you know, kind of throws you away. Then you start resenting the person, right? Then you start thinking like, oh, why did you withhold this from me? Then you start looking at them differently. All right, this concludes tonight's episode of the Foreign Culture Podcast. Again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, If you did find this helpful or, you know, possibly beneficial for one of your friends or family members, feel free to to send it to them. Um, And also want to remind you, it's, it's never too late to get checked out, right? Married or not, it's never too late. Um, And it's really important to ask these questions because at the end of the day, this is for your family. Um, If you do have any other topics that you would like for me to cover on future episodes, feel free to send me an email at foreignculture1017 at gmail.com. That's the number four, the letter N is in Nancy, the word culture, numbers 1017 at gmail.com.